Here at Durham Community Action, we spoke to Paula Nelson, manager at Children Alive, about the work they do for their local community in South Durham. Here is what Paula had to say. Paula, can you tell me a bit of background about Children Alive? Back in 2013, I was volunteering for a local food bank just down the road and um, St John's Church had just started getting involved with the idea of a community garden and they called it the Mustard Seed Project and I was out of work at the time and I started volunteering for St John's Church Garden and I was also volunteering at a local food bank and I was aware that a lot of people from our community, Eldon, Shildon, Cowden, were walking to this food bank quite a distance to access support, often tired and hungry. I just realised that we needed something in our area and at the time we, there was nothing available. So I approached the local vicar. I asked if we could maybe look into setting up a food bank at St John's. St John's Church, it's a very old fashioned church and it's not really suitable. It's only got one main entrance and it wasn't suitable for a food bank. So we started looking at shop fronts, the idea of a shop front. We were working with Faith in our community with Jim and Bernadette uh, were leading it at the time and they helped us uh, build a lottery bid around a community shop front that offered support, not just food support, but also advocacy support, which we felt was very important and a much needed asset. We were awarded the grant for a five year project and with one member of staff. And the initial meeting, we had over 30 volunteers turn up at the initial meeting. So there was obviously that passion. I talked to mums in the playground and they were very keen on the idea. And it just grew from there really. So Children Alive opened in April 2014. Very busy. We just got busier on the journey really. We realised how much the advocacy support was needed. That approach where we help the person get to a better place, you know, get them to independence. So we approached the Tudor Trust and we secured funding for an advocate. So that was about two members of staff. And the advocate was just proved to be extremely valuable people in the community and we saw a reduction in food parcels at the time and people were getting to a better place. As part of the role the community gardens were very busy as well we started our guerrilla gardening with school children um, and over the next three or four years we ran large events in the town where we did surveys you know like just casual surveys but we also did paper surveys and a lot of young people said they wanted to improve the area so we started guerrilla gardening and then that was really successful. We helped the young people write grants for gardening themselves and we, we were gardening with up to a thousand children a year. And I think what that's done, along with all the other youth work, but as Children Alive have grown and become a community anchor organisation, it's really embedded us in the community because young people know us and as they're growing up, they trust us. If that home group team are working at Children Alive, then it's okay and it'll be safe you know, to go in. So I think that's been a big development a group of trusted volunteers that young people and their parents feel safe coming to talk to. Yes, it's really, it's a lovely project. What projects do you have at Children Alive to help the local community? At the moment, obviously, there's a lot of issues around the cost of living and mental health. At the moment, every Tuesday, there's the wellbeing team are coming in and they're doing little activities that just promote good mental health. We're starting to work with some young people who've just passed a qualification with drugs and alcohol and we're hoping to just start some casual conversations about support around drugs and alcohol. Every Thursday, we have home group float and support team come in and they're really good around advice and support. And also every day, 
we offer a free hot meal for adults as well as a warm hub and what that's done really is people have come in and sat and chatted and I just think it's breaking down that social isolation barrier. People who wouldn't normally come in feel comfortable because we've introduced a token system and they don't have to ask a question, they just hand the token in and it's their meal and there's no kind of, oh Paula said I can have a free meal, it's not like that, it's just, you know, come in, your red token's for a basket of food that's rescued from landfill, your yellow token is for a hot meal, that's for everybody because I've written some funding for it and you know, we're all enjoying food together and I think that's been a really good thing happening. We feed children for free all of the time, so we run a community takeaway, that's done really well in its first year. Profits off the community kitchen, although still hitting all of our targets and our charitable aims, we've made enough profit to be able to pay one salary. Through social enterprise work and training and community development approach, it's been a right mix. It's actually worked, which is amazing. So we have nine volunteer drivers who rescue several tonnes of food a week. Uh, and that goes on the shelves in the community shop. And people come in, they leave a donation for a basket or free with a token, which makes it fully inclusive. But we've made £27,000 this year on food waste donations and that's gone straight back into our charitable aims as well so that's a two-strand funding stream mm -hmm. and we've spent every single penny of the donations on making the charity work and looking after people but I just think it makes us semi-sustainable which is a bit exciting <laughs> so yeah I mean we've got a great team yeah fabulous team one of our other projects our chef she goes into schools and cooks and teaches young people how to cook but our new community development worker she's been with us about a year and a half now she's studying a degree at Teesside University but the work she's doing is around food waste and reducing it and she goes into all three primary schools now in Shield and this has been a work in progress it hasn't been easy she's now in all three primary schools she's done talks with all the children about the journey of food impact of food waste on the environment and all three primary schools in Shildon have pop-up rescue food stalls and they're working really well. One particular school was short of money for their breakfast club and the money they've made from their pop-up stall which is helping parents but also helping the school pay for the breakfast so yeah so a lot of work gone into food waste but <laughs> it's really working. Has the support from DCA helped to improve your organisation? Durham Community Action have always been there and they've always supported us. Uh, right back at the start, I, I think just their work around like the SWOT analysis and building our project and helping with trustees, helping with training, helping with volunteers, helping with advice, it's all been really valuable. Yeah, As well as the growing group, over the last few years I've been quite involved in Durham Community Action, the growing side of things, which has been really helpful to develop the community gardens and develop ideas in general. Do you have any upcoming projects in the pipeline? There's lots of really exciting things happening. We've been working quite closely with the Frank and Phyllis Scotto Trust uh, from Jersey. They want to leave a legacy and they've said they would like to fund our full build of our new building, which is very exciting. It's a big amount of capital money and I feel quite privileged that they've chosen children alive. And I asked them why and they said they really like us and they really like what we do and they like our ethics. So I felt quite proud. I felt quite proud of myself. I actually feel quite emotional. But I think that just really shows what an amazing project it is and how important our legacy is in children because I feel like it's took a lot of time. It's took 10 years, you know, 
but I feel like we're trusted and I think that's really exciting. And as well, we want to get into housing. We've just bought our first house and I feel to make the charitable more sustainable and also to be an ethical landlord, it would be a really good idea to start owning more terraced houses because it's a major problem and Durham Community actually know it's a major problem. But yeah, learning how to be a good landlord as the manager of Children Alive seems and feels really exciting. I'm very passionate about people having good housing. I'm lucky enough to have a good landlord and my house is nice and warm and dry and I think everybody deserves that privilege and they don't have it in Children and Eldon and Dean Valley and a lot of places across the North East there's people for whatever reason are being moved up from down south. It's almost like a financial cleansing of the south isn't it and that people are just being moved up and dumped in these really poor quality housing uh, and we know there's a housing crisis and then private landlords can get away with it can't they so if we can do anything towards challenging that it'll be really exciting i think i'd like to do a lot more work with young people uh, we've had a few people come from princess trust and i think there's a lot more we can do having some good strong leaders working with young people with mild learning needs potentially on the autism spectrum but just general mild learning needs where they could work but there's just, that's something holding them back, yeah. you know, to get to that next stage and just confidence, about confidence. And we've got a young girl in the kitchen at the moment. She just needs a bit of that confidence from Tracy to get to that next stage. And I think she will. She's doing two weeks work experience with us. And at the end of that, I've said to her already, she can come back and volunteer. But to be able to offer more than that for these young people as they're growing up, I just think would be lovely. I'd love to offer more to teenagers. To find out more about Children Alive, you can email Paula at info at childrenalive.org.uk or call 013 88 417 600.